The reading this morning is taken from the book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 2 to 8, and it can be found on page 1132 in the Pew Bibles. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin now if we died with Christ we believe that we will also live with him This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, I don't know about you, but I can't pass by a good skip. If there's a skip outside a house or a building site, it has to be investigated. I think I'm what is known in the trade as a skip diver, because I love to see what people have thrown away. And outside the uh, office block uh, near a church uh, I was once part of, I discovered the most enormous whiteboard that I had ever seen in my life. And it was in perfect condition. They were obviously renovating. They just chucked it in the skip. So actually, with permission, I said, can I have it? And the guy said, yeah, of course. What's the problem? So I took this enormous whiteboard and just cleaned it up a bit. But do you know, the first use that that whiteboard was, was put to was as a background on Good Friday to the cross of Christ and the cross of Christ stood in front of that whiteboard and so here was something that actually people were just chucking about uh, chucked away as being useless and worthless and as no good for me being redeemed by the cross of Christ and being brought into God's service and God's use and that's the Easter message isn't it Uh, I think it's to my grandfather that I owe my love of charity shops. I can't pass a charity shop either. You think I might wander in my life around skips and charity shops. And indeed, you may be correcting that assumption. I can't pass by a charity shop. But my grandfather, particularly after he retired, used to scour the second-hand shops and charity shops and bring back home something that was tatty and grubby and spend hours renovating it and cleaning it And then he'd present it to the assembled family. And he'd always present it to us with exactly the same words. He would say, look, it has come up like new. And that's Easter, isn't it? That we take what's old and tassy and used, you and me, (laughs) 
and Christ raises us to new life so that we have come up like new. It's not just that Christ has risen to new life, wonderful what so that is, but it is that we are raised to new life in him. I can't look back on a particular time when I became a Christian. I can't name a particular day or hour or, or even a week, but I do know that it was around Easter time that one Easter I suddenly was aware that Christ was alive and he was alive in with me and in me. And something changed. Something changed in me. Because that's God's way of changing the world, isn't it? You and me, ordinary people, taken and changed on the inside by the new life of Christ so that we may change on the outside. Change in us so that we may change out there. That's God's way of bringing God, uh, change to his world. So here's a penny, old, battered, tired, used, slightly hammered, high-risk service this. <laughs> Immersed and swirled, slightly shaken and then stirred and poured out And it's come up like new. And so here's what I want you to next take home. is just a new penny. Maybe we can practice giving out. <laughs> One more time this morning. If you finish over here, maybe you could put them in the rest of the congregation. Any boys and girls want to help? No. All right, then here we go. See how quickly we can give these around this morning. And while you're giving them out, why don't we just do this? Because it may be that all this talk of being raised to new life in Christ actually isn't where you're at this morning. You're feeling very down. You're feeling perhaps put down, put down by life, put down by circumstances. And all this talk of raising up is not where you're at this morning. And I simply want to say this to you this morning. The good news of Easter is that you don't have to raise yourself up. The good news of Easter is that the life of Christ in us and around us and for us raises us up to new life in Christ this morning. So here's a moment just to reflect on what the life of Christ means for you this morning. Uh, you Raise Me Up was, I think, first recorded by Westlife, but has increasingly been used in Christian circles. So here's just a reflection. You Raise Me Up to think of where Christ is raising you up to new life this morning. Again, just identify with what words speak to you in Christ this morning.
I don't know what you make of the song and its origins, but you raise me up to more than I can be is the message of Easter, the message of Christ, the message of the life of Christ in us. And what happened to that little penny this morning in Greek is that it was baptised. It was immersed, the meaning of baptismos. And you and I were baptised, maybe as children, maybe we don't remember it, but we were baptised, maybe we were baptised as adults, and it means everything to us. But you and I remember that baptism is the sign of being raised with Christ. You know, originally, baptism was going down under the waters. We come to this side of the waters as our old surf. And we go down, deep down into the waters, right over the top of us, immersed like that point. We die with Christ in the grave of the waters, so to speak. And we come up the other side of the waters in our new life in Christ. And so this morning I'm going to invite you in response to renew the vows that we use in our baptism service. And maybe for the first time, maybe for the umpteenth time. I just want you to affirm together as our sort of creedal response that we stand under the cross of Christ, but in the new life of Christ. Your responses will be very familiar to you, but would you like to stand? So, we ask one another, do you turn to Christ as Saviour? I turn to Christ. Do you submit to Christ as Lord? I submit to Christ. Do you come to Christ the way, the truth, and the life. And those affirmations are followed by the baptism itself and the signing with the cross. Now, you may have noticed the odd bowls of water around this morning, and you may have thought someone is going to get wet. And I hope that someone will be you, because the invitation as we sing our next hymn, Thine be the glory, that glorious Easter hymn, is to come forward, if you would like to, this isn't compulsory, of course, nothing is, but just as a sign that you are reaffirming your commitment to live with the risen life of Christ in you this morning, just dip your hand in the water and just make on your forehead the sign, the empty sign of the cross of Christ. If you'd like to do that, then as we sing, please do so. Wonderfully, there's the old font over there, brimming full of water, room for about five or six people to gather around it. So if you'd like to do this, as we sing, Thine be the glory, if you'd like to renew your own personal commitment to stand the way of Christ, the empty cross of Christ over your life, then there is water here. (laughs) 